At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on Sin. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Happy to be with you. Day two in for Gill. The building's still standing. So that's that that's that's all that counts in the end. Uh number seven here as well, Jason Kahn. So again, a bunch of oddballs here for the next two weeks. Uh Jason, uh, the building's still standing, and we have a really fun show for everyone today. Good morning to you as well. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's again, it's getting up early is something I haven't done in a while, but so far, so good. Been up before the alarm both days. I guess I'm just excited to be in for Gil. I guess that's all that is uh, with actually being up before a 530, uh, 5.20 alarm, Jason. So uh, very happy uh, for that. Great show today. Let, let, let's show the, the viewers who's going to be with us on the program today. Drew Dinsick, our guy from NBC Sports Bet. Bet the Edge Pod and the Deep Dive Pod will be with us in about five minutes from now. Mark Borchard will give out, give out his baseball plays of the day. Uh, the Yankees are involved, from what I, what I'm told, by Jason Kahn. The Yankees are involved in Mark Borchardt's play. We'll have to see which side he's going with with the Phillies and the Yankees at uh, 10:45 Eastern Time. And then our NFL previews continue in the second hour of the program. Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus will be with us. We're going to look at the AFC East, and I think Eric Eager and I tend to agree on a team that is projected to finish in the last place being a little bit better than some people think. So that, that's who we have on the show today. And, of course, 
Jason Kahn, it is July 20th. Very rarely do we get to say game six of the NBA Finals is tonight on July 20th. We get to say that tonight. Game six of the NBA Finals tonight in Milwaukee. And just before the show, I went going through Twitter final prep, seeing if there's anything new on this basketball game. And the NBA referee assignment came out earlier this morning. And... <laughs> Well, we know Chris Paul's past history in games officiated by Scott Foster. Who is the crew chief tonight? Scott Foster. Eric Lewis, Tony Brothers, the other on-court officials, and our, our, our guys over at StadMuse after game three, which was officiated by Scott Foster. Of course, Phoenix lost that game by 20. Chris Paul, Chris Paul's teams, so this is through the Clippers and the Rockets and now Phoenix, they are 1-12 in 12 in Oklahoma City thrown in there as well. Chris Paul's teams are 1-12 in 12 in the last 13 playoff games officiated by Scott Foster. Chris Paul did not play in the one win. Now, look, I'm not usually handicapped the refs guy. But this is one where we know the past history between Chris Paul and Scott Foster. The two gentlemen do not like each other, to put it very nicely. And it's very interesting to see. And again, I know it's not, there's no theory to this. It's all rotational based. But to see Scott Foster in a closeout scenario as your head referee is, ah, it makes you think a little bit. Even with that, this was a five-point line at DraftKings and at BetMGM and everywhere else for most of the the few days leading up to this in between game five and game six, we're starting to see some four-and-a-halves now on Phoenix. A few four-and-a-halves are starting to populate the market. The under's been bet as well. as 222-and-a-half, now down to 222 with the juice on the under. I still think this game's going to be tight. I still think Milwaukee's going to find a way to win their first NBA title in 50 years tonight. But, man, it's starting to make me think, hmm, you got the Scott, Scott Foster factor. You have him refing a Chris Paul game, as we know, 1-12 and 12 in their last 13 games with CP3 teams, with Scott Foster officiating in the postseason with CP3 playing in the only, not playing in the only win for his team. Man, I'm going to start looking hard at that Milwaukee side. Maybe, again, in-game scenario tonight is probably the way to play this tonight. Get an in-game bet, see if Phoenix hops out to an early lead and go from there and take Milwaukee at a nicely discounted number, which can absolutely happen. Again, Milwaukee Milwaukee's down 18 in the first quarter against Phoenix in Game 5 and obviously came back to win Game five, and now one step away from their first title in 50 seasons. It is a numbers game here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander, and now in with us it is Drew Dinsick of NBC Sports Bet. You can get him on the tweets at a at a whale underscore capper. Drew, it's good to see you again, buddy. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How's everything going out in the desert? You know, it's uh, not too bad. Not too bad, Drew. It's uh, it, it's it's cooler here. It was like it had the stretch of 106, 110, 111. It's a nice, uh, nice 92 degrees we're driving in this morning. So no complaints on my end. So that's that's always a good thing here in Vegas. 
It sounds sounds beautiful, man. I was I saw I saw some pictures of uh, of the Circus Stadium yesterday that uh, made me very very jealous that uh, I'm not out there with you guys in the desert. Uh, hopefully, uh, between now and the start of football season, I can get out there and get my entries in for the contest and uh, kind of remember what it's like to be in Vegas. It's been a while. Yeah, no, it's uh, look, Stadium Swim is a pretty awesome place. I can say that uh, firsthand. Drew, let's. Uh, Let's dive into tonight and uh, what, what I was saying in the open. And I'm usually not handicapped the refs guy in the NBA because, to me, most of them are all equally just not very good. <laughs> so, uh, but what but, but when you have Scott Foster refing a Chris Paul game, especially with it being a closeout scenario for Milwaukee, uh, CP3 teams in the last 13 games officiated by Foster in the postseason are one and twelve. Chris Paul didn't play in the one win. Uh, is there any extra angle that you take into account when you see, oh, it is Scott Foster refing tonight when we know the history in Chris Paul games? Of course, Milwaukee a five-point favorite right now. Yeah, I don't usually handicap the refs at all, and this is – I. There is enough of a, there's enough of a signal here that you can't just completely ignore it. Uh, the, you know, a 12 game sample where Chris Paul has lost every single game, you know, playoff game. Foster's <laughs> ref is that's that's weird. Um, and I, you know, in the back of my head, I want to dismiss it and just say, you know, because I, I think of the refs more, more of the, you know, they're they're trying to create an even field. Um, they're inclined to make series longer, uh, just on the basis of you know they get paid per game. So if there's any incentive here from the refs in terms of trying to kind of tip the scales, you usually see it in games two, three, four uh, in a series where you may get a sweep and there's not going to be extra, you know, know, no, no extra games to ref, no extra television revenue, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so once you get into game six, I think the refing is relatively neutral. Um, And really, you know, in general, I think this is the, the, you know, this has been a reasonably fairly officiated finals. Um, you had disparity in terms of free throw uh, advantage early on in favor of the Suns, but I didn't think it was because of the refing was in any way biased. Uh, I think overall the refs have done a really decent job this entire playoffs of of uh, you know giving the giving the players giving the teams a fair shake, um, and I think that's actually reflected pretty pretty reasonably and sort of there hasn't been a lot of pushback from the coaches or players and you know hey why aren't we getting the calls um, and I was I was a little worried about how that could impact this series and really how it impacted the Bucks playoff run in general because it does seem like depending on the whistle. Um, you know, Giannis, if you give him, you know, if, if he, if, if the 50, 50 calls with Giannis going to the hoop, go in favor of the defense, as opposed to in favor of Giannis, then you're talking about three point plays versus, you know, a couple of early charges and Giannis may be missing some key minutes. So, you know, the, the way Giannis gets officiated can impact games for sure. Um, but overall, I think I have to give the refs a, a, a passing grade for not just the playoffs, but uh, this series in particular. Yeah. In this series, other than maybe game three, but didn't impact the result. It was a 20 point game. Uh, I actually agree with that. I'm usually, uh, I'm usually on the referees a little, a little bit harder than the most, but I agree with you. Actually has been totally reasonable in this NBA finals so far. Drew, just looking at tonight, uh, no more referee talk. I, I don't want to talk about that unless, <laughs> unless we really have to, but, but uh, just, just looking at this bucks are, are, are consensus five point favorites. You're starting to see some four and a halfs. Uh, pop a little bit. The total's been bet down from a higher opener than what we saw in game five after what was, again, it was not a high possession game. It was only 92 possessions. 
But both teams shot the lights out, so that's why he had the crazy over in Game 5. Just in the traditional sense here, Drew, would you be more interested in something spread-wise or would you be more interested something total-wise here? Well, this is this has been a tough series to find an edge on. I think the market has been relatively sharp, and like you, you you've mentioned a couple key points there that I want to circle back on. I guess I, I don't think anyone who handicaps basketball would really disagree that on a neutral court in a neutral situation, the margin between these two teams is very very narrow. Um, and really, it's it you know the the swings you're seeing in terms of spread from locale to locale has been tough for me to kind of buy into that. There's you know we're really talking about four or five points of home home court advantage really, um, but that's been bearing that's been bearing out in general, not just for this series, but for Bucks games these playoffs for whatever reason the role players tend to play a lot better at home than they do on the road, uh, and so I think the you know having them as a meaningful favorite here is warranted. Um, but you know, five points is still an awful lot in a closeout game, you know, especially considering this is such a high leverage game for, you know, not just this series, but your franchise having not won in so long. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it's still not enough that I'm running to the window to get my son's plus five down um, or my son's money line plus 175. Uh, I make their chances a little lower than the market. Uh, I'm kind of right there, you know, right there in the middle with the, you know, son's, my, my son's number is plus 185. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not seeing, you know, a ton of value either way here. Um, and then the pregame total, like the totals have been frustrating, really frustrating this whole series because <laughs> I expected to have, um, lower possessions coming out of the gate. You had a couple of really high possession games in games one and two combined with some outstanding shooting that really took those totals over, but just barely got them over. Um, and then the possessions really started to slow down a lot. But like you mentioned in game five, you had just incredible offensive efficiency to go with a, a low possession game to come in to get that one over the total. So um, 222 for a closeout game, a game of this magnitude is a big number. I think if you go back through all of NBA finals history, there's only maybe one game between the Warriors and the Cavs where you had a total this high in a closeout scenario. Um, and so my, you know, I mean, my, my lean would be, you know, there's going to be a, a premium on high quality possessions, especially the later we get into this game, that's going to give you a pace in the lower nineties, not the higher nineties. And for those reasons, 222 is an aggressively high total here for, uh, you know, for what, what could be kind of a grinding second half. Now, if the suns are down by 10 points and this turns into a, Hey, our backs are against the wall, we're going to start fouling, you know, well before we get into kind of late stages of the game. Game, then this could fly over the you know fly over, but at the same time, you know the Bucks haven't been an especially great three, three, uh, free throw shooting team. Specifically, Giannis's late game free throws have not been effective. So um, I I would still lean under two twenty two here as far as a full game look. Um, my other play for this one would be a, a Suns first half. I do think you have a decent angle on the Suns coming out. Uh, and kind of unloading everything that they absolutely have. Like they, Monty Williams is a good coach. He has he has a tendency to micro adjust going from game to game. Uh, and I think you know the second half of Game Four and into Game Five, a lot of the Suns' offense got a little stagnant as it was just a hey, let's watch Devin Booker do what Devin Booker does instead of kind of make the extra passes and kind of find the uh, uh, you know the 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 plus EV look on the court. And I would guess that the Suns, you know, have more fluid offense, you know, come out and give you a relatively strong first half. And then at that point coming out of halftime, it's just hold on for dear life because Milwaukee has, you know, has consistently had 
had just some spectacular halftime adjustments, third quarter, you know, they, they ask a couple of their key players to step up in these third quarters and they're just coming out of the locker room with their hair on fire. So, you know, that that's kind of how I would guess this game goes, but I'm leaning pretty heavily on how we've seen a lot of these Milwaukee playoff games play out to this point uh, in looking for that angle to come through here in this game. Right now, Phoenix, a consensus two and a half point underdog in the first half. Money lines anywhere from plus 135 to plus 145. So I, I, I might take a piece of that now uh, there, Drew. Uh, I, I, I agree with what, you, what you're saying. And you brought up the coaching Imani Williams, and, and I want to flip it to the Milwaukee side here because Mike Budenholzer, who has been a punching bag for years in the postseason, I, in this finals, this has been the best coaching job I think he's done in a postseason series because really for the first time, the rotation finally shortened properly. You saw eight guys really play in game five. And guess what happened? The first road, <laughs> road team to win in this series got it done with the Bucks. But just because you're talking about Monty Williams, uh, the micro adjustments game to game. What about Budenholzer, especially with those second half adjustments that, that you brought up there in your handicap of why you like Phoenix first half more than you would like them full game here? Yeah, I, I, I didn't have high expectations for Budenholzer coming into this series, but he's done a great job, and most of it has been at halftime. Uh, I think the you know, management, general managers, deserve a little bit of the credit for the rotation, solving the rotation problem by kind of you know, tilting this roster and giving away as much as they did to get Drew Holiday, just in terms of number of personnel. So he's right. kind of, they've kind of <laughs> taken, they've taken some of the decisions away uh, from Budenholzer. And, you know, it doesn't take uh, an especially good coach to, uh, to realize, you know, that Jeff Teague should not be getting meaningful minutes in a, uh, in a game, you know, of the magnitude that uh, you have in game in game five, you got what, eight minutes in that one, you know, minus 11 in eight minutes. So you, you even in that very short stint, that eighth guy almost some you. So it's, it's, it's still, you know, there are still a couple things that I see Budenholzer do in a game to game basis that I want to pull my hair out. But, uh, but what you know, the, the, the kind of the looking at the long arc of the game and not really coming out and cause the bucks used to, um, you know, they used to rely too heavily on, we're going to, we're going to, you know, and they still do this to a degree, but Phoenix has not made them pay for it. They rely too heavily on, we are going to uh, defend the paint at all costs. We are going to use our big bodies in Giannis and Brooke Lopez to keep you away from the rim. And, and in doing so and selling out to keep you out of the, you know, away from the rim, you know, we're going to give you open looks from three and we're just going to cross our fingers that the ball finds the guy that doesn't have the hot hand or he's in the spot that he doesn't really want to be in. And that's a dangerous way to live. Uh, but if you get missed three pointers and you push and transition, which the Bucks are exceptional at, uh, you can create offensive runs that are kind of difficult to keep up with. And, you know, the next thing you blink and it's a 16 and 16, one run. What, you know, what just happened? Uh, and it's just, you know, that's on the basis of a couple of missed three pointers in a row. And, you know, you, and they used to kind of go out to early leads and really push the ball early, um, and then hold on for dear life. But then they've kind of done a very different, uh, identity. Uh, really throughout the, I would go back to say the net series, they sort of started figuring this out where it was like, okay, we're not going to press early. We're going to let them, you know, we're going to see what you got. We'll, we'll see, we'll see what uh, your best look is in the first half. We'll make a couple of key adjustments. Second half, we'll see where the space is on the floor uh, for us to run our half court offense through. And we'll rely less on transition and, um, and put our best, you know, our best options on the table in terms of half court offense in the second half of these games. And it's worked to, it's worked to perfection really. 
Um, and if, it doesn't hurt, of course, when you have Giannis, who's the best player in the NBA at this moment, uh, playing at an you know at at an absolute uh, you know hundred you know, 10 out of 10 level, um, you know, that's obviously contributing to some of the success <laughs> of the bucks here. I think no one, no one would disagree with that. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, you think of like the, the game that, uh, got him here really, uh, you know, getting past the Hawks, you know, Middleton coming out of the locker room at halftime and just having an unbelievable third quarter. Like that was born out of halftime adjustments that I would give Budenholzer some credit for. And, uh, and you know, there's, there's a number of examples of that late in the game, drew Hall, against the Nets, you know, this has been an impressive uh, job from Budenholzer, particularly in in-game management, late-game, uh, you know, adjustments. I think, and uh, he's not getting a ton of credit yet. But uh, he, you know, he's got enough. He's got enough skeletons in the closet in terms of uh, playoff uh, disappointments that it's going to take him finally lifting the trophy before people, I think, are willing to kind of buy into. Okay, he's got some things figured out. We get it. Drew Dinsick with us here on a numbers game of NBC Sports Bet, Bet the Edge Pod, and the Deep Dive Podcast on the tweets at whale underscore capper. Drew, we have about two minutes before we have to hit a break here, and then we'll, we'll keep you around to get some NFL thoughts out of you uh, in the next segment. But I want to ask you this. If Phoenix were to come back and win this series, the MVP market is, is fascinating now because we saw Chris Paul obviously be – the favorite going into this series, uh, obviously Giannis, you're laying four dollars now, as you should be, uh, with with the Bucks up three games to two to win the MVP. But I'll ask you this: What ticket would you rather have right now, uh, if you were to place a bet today? Devin Booker at six to one to win the Finals MVP, or Chris Paul at plus six hundred as well at BetMGM, uh, if Phoenix were to come back and win this series? Which one would you rather have? Between those two specifically, I would take Booker, and I think people are just going to look at the stats to try to come up with that decision making, and they're going to see, you know, Booker forty point game in Game Five. It was close. He, you know, it was, it was a, that was on a razor's edge. They just missed it, Booker, but Booker was incredible overall offensively, and he, he's really done the lion's share of the work late. Uh, to this point in the series and to, to expect Chris Paul to flip some switch and find his offense all of a sudden against a team that's this long and this uh, athletic and this strong defensively is is a tough ask. So at this point, I would say Booker is the right answer. But I also think and we've talked about I talked about this with Gil the last couple of times we came on the, the idea that uh Giannis still wins the MVP, even if the Suns get the championship, I think is absolutely on the table. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of anchoring at this point that he is, you know, he is so clearly the best player in this series. And I think it's, uh, I think there is going to be some people who are going to scratch their heads between the Chris Paul and the, and the Devin Booker answer if they win in seven. And this, of course, this entirely, um, you know, sets aside the idea that one of those two guys or even DeAndre Ayton has just an absolutely superlative of game six and game seven, and then recency bias washes over the voters and they just vote in whoever it was the most impressive late, uh, you know, that sort of thing absolutely happens. Uh, and so it's it, but I would, I would think that, uh, at this point, Giannis to win the MVP, even if the Suns win the championship is absolutely still on the table. Well, again, when you're talking about awards voted on by humans, narratives and recency <laughs> bias absolutely matter. Drew Dinsick's going to stick around for one more segment. We're going to look at the AFC East, that's next here on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. Olympics. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. 
Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Drew Dinsick with us right now. The, uh, the deep dive pod. Bet the Edge podcast as well for Drew on the tweets at whale underscore capper. Drew, I want to shift over to the NFL. And it, it, it's, I will say this. It is a joy to know that we are five and a, basically five and a half weeks away from the Cowboys taking on the Bucks in Tampa. So that will, that will be a lot of fun. But yesterday, Drew, I came on the air here, uh, first day in for Gill, and I came in with a bang on the AFC North and had Cleveland with the second highest win total of any team in the NFL, only Kansas City with more, and had them winning the division at plus 150 and going over their win total 10 and a half, 11 on Cleveland. Am I too high on the Browns with my thinking there? I don't think so. And I honestly, the I share your sentiment. Uh, I have them basically in a dead heat for third best team in the, in the uh, NFL. I have, I have Kansas city one, but not as high as the market. I have Tampa Bay two, not as high as the market. And then I have a cluster of uh, Buffalo, Cleveland and Baltimore in basically the three, four, five. And the distinct, you know, the difference between those two teams, just in terms of a power number standpoint is marginal. Um, but I have Cleveland with a distinct advantage in two key areas that makes me bullish for them from a future standpoint. And the first is their schedule sequencing lends them to get out to a hot, hot, hot start. Mm-hmm. And then number two, uh, they have a specific advantage over Baltimore in the head-to-head uh, for winning the AFC North that I think really, really sets them up well to have an especially great regular season. Uh, and so the idea of you know any futures betting in my from my point of view, not just this particular question, but any future you want to place is market entry, timing your market entry, when, when to do it. And as I look at the current schedule, they obviously, they start with one of their most, actually it is their most difficult game of the entire season. They play the number one Kansas city chiefs on the road. Uh, and they are currently six and a half point underdogs, which I, I find to be a humongous stretch. I don't think I can get anywhere close to six and a half in terms of a fair price there. So I'm almost certainly going to be on Cleveland week one. Um, but if they can come away with an upset in that spot, they are favored in their next 10 games <laughs> and some yeah. of them they're favored by over a, by well over a field goal there's only uh, about two coin flips out of those 10 and so if you're talking about uh, you know an 11 game stretch to start the season where you could be 9 and 2 or 10 and 1 um, you know you're going to absolutely attract market you know, market uh, consensus and, you know, there's, there's going to be a fast adjustment um, by the people, you know, by the market uh, general in terms of how good this team is. And their number are going to come down pretty quickly. You're not going to find uh, the eight ones and to win the AFC, the 14 to, you know, the 15 to one in the Super Bowl. If this team is sort of, you know, on the last thing in terms of the undefeated or one loss, as they kind of get into the uh, media, their schedule, um, stretch from uh, to, through week uh, is what I'm talking about. Your double-digit fans against Houston and Detroit. Uh, your touchdown favorites Chicago and Denver. Uh, and four and a half favorites against Arizona, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. I mean, those should 
all be comfortable when this team performs to their, you know, line expectation. If they have anything surprisingly positive, and if Bayfield continues progression, takes a step forward. If Stefan uh, continues progression as a second head coach, does anything that step in that direction. Like, the ceiling for this team is much higher than the current uh, 10 and a half wins uh, expected, especially with the new 17 games. So, uh, I'm with you 100% here. I think, you know, I haven't played a ton of preseason uh, stuff so far, but Cleveland is the uh, one of the first things that I went pretty aggressively on. And, uh, you know, I, I, I completely agree. I think they get the Ravens. I think they, uh, they take the division, and I think they are a good play across the board. Drew, one word answer. Team to fade in the AFC East is? <sighs> the Dolphins. The Dolphins. You and I, well... I'll be talking about how to fade the Dolphins later in the program. So a perfect tease there. Uh, from Drew Dinsick, uh, get him on the tweets at whale underscore capper. Drew, thank you as always for hopping on with us. Hey, best of luck. And thank you very much. When we get back, we're going to hop back in to game six of the NBA Finals next here on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football betting guide is on its way, and so is the pro football betting guide as well. Our experts provide profiles of every team's with advanced stats and power ratings, plus the best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide, so both the recent college football betting guide and the NFL betting guide, are only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now's the time to reserve your copy today or sign up for VEASAN All Access, our best deal, and get everything we offer for the entire football season. We offer a ton during the football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is a numbers game here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. Mark Borchard of Base Winner will be with us in 10 minutes to give some plays of the day on the baseball slate, but... Two NFL-related things before we hop back in to Game 6 of the NBA Finals tonight. We'll start with a tweet from Tom Palacero of NFL.com. And this is bad news for the L.A. Rams. Uh, Cam Akers uh, in Achilles tear while training uh, from the report from Palacero. A brutal brutal blow for L.A., which loses its leading rusher from last season a week before camp starts. Uh, Cam Akers last year, of course, remember, battled injury in his rookie season uh, after coming out of Florida State. And when he played last year, really darn good. Uh, It was one of the weirder decisions that Sean McVay did not play him a lot after he came back from his injury last year. But uh, a brutal blow for the Rams. Uh, Darrell Henderson, the Memphis product, who we saw as the number one back for a while in L.A. at the beginning of last season, along with Malcolm Brown, who is no longer with the team. He's on the Falcons now. Uh, but you look at you look at the potential the potential reunitement with Todd Gurley, who is on the market. 
and is obviously going to be a lot cheaper uh, to get now, uh, even though the Rams are still technically paying him his a little bit of his big contract uh, that he signed uh, a few years back. So uh, that's bad news for L.A. And, and big ramifications for fantasy players. And also it'll be interesting to see how Matthew Stafford's props change now with, again, a, a less reliable running back in Aaron Anderson's a solid player, but Akers, I thought, was in for a huge season this year with the Rams. And then Aaron Rodgers, uh, again, there's always Aaron, Aaron Rodgers news, and I think today's report from Adam Schefter is a little bit more noise more than anything. Uh, Schefter tweeting earlier this morning, this offseason, the Packers offered Aaron Rodgers a two-year contract extension that would have tied him to Green Bay for five more seasons and made him the highest-paid quarterback in all and player in all football. Rodgers declined, and then the last part, uh, the opinion part, proof. It is not about the money. I, look, I, I still think a lot of this Rodgers uh, noise is what I just said. It's just noise. I expect him to be under center for Green Bay week one. And I'll be surprised if he isn't, and uh, I will adjust my Green Bay handicaps accordingly if it is Jordan Love under center week one of the NFL season. I don't care if Rodgers doesn't take a snap in the preseason. I don't care. It doesn't matter for a guy of that caliber, the reigning MVP. And the only thing with that is contract up at the end of the year just makes it more likely Aaron Rodgers ends up somewhere else after the 2021 NFL season. Let's dive back into the NBA Finals here. Game six, the Milwaukee Bucks looking to win their first title in 50 years tonight, leading this series three games to two. Of course, the dramatic 123-119 win in game number five on the road. The first road team to win a game in this series. Total 222, Bucks laying five at home. I'm not going to bet anything pregame from a traditional sense. What I'm going to look to do, especially in light that Scott Foster is going to be refing this game tonight, uh, I, and of course, 1-12 in, in the last 13 postseason games for CP3 teams in games that Scott Foster has officiated, the only win CP3 did not play in. But I'm going to look for Phoenix to get out to a hot start. I, I, I like what Drew Dinsick said in the, in the previous segment, taking Phoenix first half plus 2.5 I think is a pretty reasonable bet. And then looking to come back with Milwaukee at a discounted number in-game. Uh, there'll be scenarios, I would imagine, where you can get a discounted number on Milwaukee and then fire back with them in-game. I think they will close this thing out tonight, and it would be their first home closeout of this postseason. Swept Miami, Game 4 in Miami. Beat Brooklyn, Game 7 in Brooklyn. Beat the Hawks, Game 6 in Atlanta. So it would be their first opportunity to close a series in this building at Pfizer Forum. Of course, just year two in a new building in that beautiful downtown Milwaukee setting. Uh, looking at props, though, tonight, this is where I'm a little more interested. And I know the prop market in the NBA Finals can get a little convoluted and a little bit difficult. This feels like a Giannis explosion in Game 6. And I know that's not the hottest of takes. But Giannis, 32 and a half, and I understand it is a high number, and it's been high numbers Ever since Giannis has proven he is healthy in this series, we saw 34 and a half in game four. Uh, we saw 32 and a half, of course, in game number five. We now see the 32 and a half at DraftKings for game number six. I like this over for Giannis. The only concern is that uh, if Phoenix goes to hack a Giannis early, if they're down to try to get back in the game, we know Giannis has struggled all postseason long at the free throw line, a little bit better in Milwaukee when you don't have the crowd 
chanting to 10 in obnoxious fashion, like these road crowds have been doing to Giannis this entire postseason. But for me, this is a big Giannis game tonight, who, uh, again, went under in game five by a half at 32. Uh, but I- I'm going to go over 32 and a half, and I understand, well, yes, that's that's the square position going over on a uh, on a point total of an elite player. But 32 and a half, I don't think is enough. I would have. I actually think going back home at 33 and a half, 34 and a half would have been more optimal. So we'll go over there. And also, too, Drew brought this up, and I, I've mentioned this on other shows I've done on VSIN through the last few weeks. The role players have not played well on the road in this series on either side for the most part. I'm looking to attack Jay Crowder here, and I understand Crowder only takes three-pointers. It's easy to get torpedoed when you're uh, taking only three-pointers on a 10-and-a-half, but I actually like Crowder under the 10-and-a-half juice to the under to the over right now, so getting an even money on an under ten and a half on Crowder. I think this is a bad night for Phoenix's role players. They stay in the game because of Devin Booker, CP3, and DeAndre Aiden, and maybe a little Mikael Bridges. But I don't think anyone else of those role players are going to play particularly well tonight. So we're going to go under Crowder ten and a half points. We're going to go over thirty two and a half on Giannis Atetekupo for the props. Those are my favorite two props of the night, and as of right now. Those are the only two bets that I have on this game. So over 32 and a half on Giannis, under 10 and a half on Jay Crowder for tonight's game six. I do think Milwaukee will win. I don't feel confident laying the five or the four and a half pregame. No, I think this is going to be tight most of the way. When we get back, Mark Borchard will give his plays of the day on the diamond. That's next here on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raises the stakes for MLS action like BetMGM. Sign up today for the BetMGM app using the code VSIN100, and your first wager is a $1 money line bet on either New York Red Bulls or Toronto FC. You'll get $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Feel pretty good about that. There's a lot of goals at MLS, guys. If you're betting in Pennsylvania, you'll get $100 in free bets if the team you bet on wins. Well, pretty nice deal there. Download the app today. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older to place a wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West, or West Virginia, or Washington, D.C. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 1-800-889-9789. And in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer not available in Nevada. That code one more time, VSIN100 at the BetMGM app, New York Red Bulls, and Toronto FC. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles in for Gil Alexander. And now with us of the Base Winner podcast and uh, Clear Data Sports, it is Mark Borchard 
with us right now. Mark, thank you for being with us this morning on the tweets at base winner. Mark, I just want to ask you before we get into your plays today, uh, since the All-Star ga- uh, game has happened and the All-Star break has happened, uh, runs have been scored a plenty, which was expected at some point after the uh, the spider tack ban. And, of course, in July, uh, I know this is breaking news to you, Mark, it gets hotter everywhere because of the summer weather and the ball travels uh, a little bit further. So we usually see a little more offense in July. Is Is it – just as simple as that for seeing this onslaught of runs in these first four days post uh, All-Star break? Is there anything else that you're looking at here? Well, I think that's a good point, Jeff. And, and by the way, i got to say you have – I've never been on with you one, one-on-one. I've got to tell you, you have the best uh, – Original, actual name in the business, Jeff Parr. <laughs> and I wish I, I, I wish I could come up with a parlay today, but there's just nothing I can. I can't do a lay the wood parlay in honor of you. But so there's nothing there. But uh, back to your question, you know the the uh, the spider tech, uh, the ban on that. I, I think that that's going to going to increase uh, run production. And uh, you know sometimes you just have those days, and I think yesterday was was one of those days where you just saw a lot of runs scored. And I think the key is not to not to overreact to it, but uh, I, I can just tell you, uh, you know, personally, we've we've never, as a service, given out any any overs. So we've always been an under first service. And about a month ago, we we we, we started giving out overs, and it's really been good for us. And I think that there's, uh, I, I think that that's probably the main reason is you know a guy that can't get 2,800 uh, RPMs on his on his fastball, it goes down to to you know 2,600. That actually has significance in, in run mm. depression. So, absolutely, Mark. And and, and what, what, one other thing too is again, you're right. Yesterday was completely out of control. You had you had football scores in Cincinnati, in Washington, and in, in Buffalo. And 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 you're right. I mean, you just see days like this, and and it, today could be a big under day, Mark. That's just the way this this sport plays out. Yeah, it's crazy, but you, but you do you do make a good point about the the weather. That's super important. And one of the the things that I, I wanted to mention is is uh, I have a pretty good weather application. It's it's Baseball WX, and it shows you just uh, projected run suppression and projected uh, walk divided by strikeout pr- projection. So that's something that we were working on all year, and definitely take a look at that be- be- before you play a, a total play. I'll right, make sure to do that for sure, Mark Borchard. With us right now, uh, Mark, you have two plays today. Let's start in the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> even though it was uh, two unders over the weekend in the Bronx, uh, it is uh, it is a ballpark that we know uh, runs can happen for sure. And the Phillies, who all of a sudden find themselves squarely in the NL East race yet again, get their ace back off the COVID protocol list. Aaron Nola will go tonight for the Phillies. Domingo Herman will go for the New York Yankees tonight, who are fresh off winning two out of three against the Boston Red Sox. Noah and the Phils are a road favorite, though, tonight. Uh, about minus 125 consensus right now on Philadelphia, Mark. Yeah, I love the Phillies in this spot. I mean, you know, about maybe three weeks ago, we put the Phillies out on Gill Show uh, at 12 to one to win the division, and I really still love them to win the division. I actually have them favored over the Mets. Uh, pretty much a, a upgraded their offense uh, over the break as well, and downgraded the Mets. So I think that the Phillies are going to get that division, but particularly in this game, I have it priced at minus 159. 
And I'm showing right now it's moved from minus 120 to minus 128. So that's pretty good value uh, on the Phillies. Uh, I like Nola, and I, this is kind of controversial. I like Nola a little bit better than Wheeler. I have him ranked hmm. number four out of one. Yeah, I have him uh, ranked four out of 199 pitchers in, in the three-metric chart I use uh, to evaluate pitchers, which takes in swing, swinging strike percentage, hard hit per nine, and expected walk rate. I do have Wheeler fifth, though, so it's, it's their neck and neck. But uh, he's, a, he's a 97-percentile pitcher. And the interesting thing about Nola, in his last two away starts, he threw a 96 percentile against the Mets, and he threw a 96 percentile against the Cubs. So I think he's really primed uh, to, to pitch well here. We get an, uh, an edge in the base winner ERA. We have Nola at 3.36, and we have uh, Herman at 4.49. So almost a run difference there. And uh, I think this is a really good spot uh, for the Phillies, Jeff. Phillies again, uh, they, they minus one twenty-eight, minus one twenty-five. Regardless, you're getting thirty cents of value, according to Mark today uh, on the road at, at the Bronx. Uh, the uh, I, I actually do agree with you. I do like Noah a little bit more than Wheeler. You just don't hear a lot of people say that right now because Aaron Noah has had some blow-up starts. But like you said, Mark, it is just the performance against the Mets where he equaled Tom Seaver's consecutive strikeout record of 10 in a row before Pete Alonzo uh, saved the Mets from uh, seeing Seaver's record broken in their own ballpark. And uh, like you said, against the Cubs, Aaron Nola, even b- b- again coming off the COVID protocol list, has finally uh, refound the form that we saw earlier in the year where he was absolutely dominant the first month of the season, Mark. Yeah, he did have a couple stinkers, and and he's, he, you know what, what's interesting about Nola Jeff is is he'll pitch, he'll be pitching great, and then I'll have a like a three or four batter stretch where he'll just lose it. So hopefully we don't see that tonight. Uh, I, I think that he's, I think that he's pitching probably the best he has all year, Jeff. Mark Borchard with us right now here on a numbers game uh, on the Phillies tonight, and we're going to go to a second game. We're going to go to the south side of Chicago here. The Twins and the White Sox, the, uh, these teams split a doubleheader yesterday. The Twins were a big underdog in game one. They won that game in extra innings. The White Sox were a home dog against Jose Barrios yesterday uh, in the nightcap, and the White Sox walked it off. So a good day if you had the underdogs in those two games. Today, the White Sox will send Dallas Keuchel to the bump uh, against, uh, against Bob Ober tonight. And Mark, this has been an aggressive mover from opener, from the opener. Uh, the White Sox open around minus one seventy-five. That's down almost forty cents now, at minus one thirty-six on Chicago at home with Dallas Keuchel. The Twins at plus one twenty-six. Total nine and a half. Where are you looking here on the South Side tonight? I totally agree with the move, Jeff. Um, we, ha- I mean, this game I have priced with, as, as the Twins should be the favorite at minus one thirty-three. And I've never really been a huge fan of, of Dallas Keuchel, Jeff, uh, even when he was good. And, and I don't think he's very good right now. If you look at that three metric uh, starter chart, he's 179th out of 199 pitchers that qualify. He's in the 14th percentile. And I just don't think that he should be favored here. If you look, if you look at the offenses, uh, I actually like the Twins offense. Uh, better. I have them at 106 from a production standpoint, and I have the the White Sox at 101. And for that's no surprise to people who have followed me all year. I'm pretty low on the White Sox, so you know, give, getting this game at minus 133, I think is is a steal, Jeff. 
Uh, again, another another big uh, another big value on on the card there for Mark Borchard. The uh, the Twins again, Minnesota. It is it has been a struggle this year for the Twins to to put it very lightly in uh, in fourth place in a year where the expectations were they were going to have a chance to uh, be in the playoffs and inevitably probably do something that uh, disappointed their fans again in the playoffs. Uh, Mark, we have about a minute here. I just want to ask you this, uh, because uh, a, a few months ago you you came on Gil's show and said, fade the Cardinals. And what happened, the Cardinals completely imploded after you uh, said fade the Cardinals. Is there another team you're looking at in this second half that you're looking to completely fade these last two and a half months? Yeah, I don't like Seattle very much, uh, Jeff. I, you know, they're they're 50 and 44 in the actual standings, but in the standings component based, which takes into account weighted runs created plus, xFIP minus, and defensive runs saved, I have them at 41.2 and 52.8. So they really should have nine more losses based on those component stats. I don't know, just something about watching that team. I I just can't really get behind them very much. So I would say Seattle would be the the team that to to fade automatically. Mark, I'm a hundred percent with you there. Uh, they, they, they have defied logic all year long. Uh, again, six games over 500, the Seattle Mariners are and tonight. Seattle is uh, on the road at Coors taking on the Rockies. The Rockies a big favorite with their ace, Herman Marquez, on the mound. Minus 178 consensus on Colorado tonight. He's Mark Borchard. Get him on the tweets at Base Runner, the Bear, excuse me, at Base Winner, I should say, the Base Winner podcast, and of course, Clear Data Sports as well. Mark, always a pleasure to catch up with you. We'll do it again later this week. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Of course. Uh, good to talk with Mark, uh, as always, and Hopefully a pair of winners on a diamond. When we get back, we're going to look at the AFC East in our NFL previews. And Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus will be with us to, to look at the preview. That's next. You're on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.